On page 100, we have Shalos Tshuva's Marasham. The Marasham is discussing the Machlokes between the Rashbam and, and the Rash, but he has a whole Arichas over here. It's Kedai to, to go through it. We're just going to discuss what he says, what's marked off on the, on the second column. He says over there as follows. Somebody wanted to say that you need specific permission. In other words, the, the fact that the Rabbim walked in that area would not be enough, it, 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 even if the owner was quiet. He watched him walking and he didn't say anything. Nevertheless, that would not be enough. You need specific permission from the owner at the outset. So he says as follows. He writes that you do not need a clear permission. It's enough if the person watched and he was quiet. He brought somebody who made a mistake. This, uh, this uh, other, uh, other Rav thought that you need, specific, that you need clear permission. And he, he pushes away the opinion of that Rav with both hands. He says over there that even if we, if we grant that Rav his mistaken opinion, that you do need specific permission. By, by, by a community, we, we, we do what's called Tanina. In other words, Beznam will argue on their behalf. If we, like we spoke at original, a few, uh, the, in the other share, that if we don't know how, the, how this uh, uh, path came to be, we'll, we'll, we'll argue for the Rabbim and say, that in all probability they got they got clear permission in the first place. So in other words, if we know for sure there was no clear permission, perhaps that rabbi is right. Uh, uh, really, the Pnei holds he's wrong. But even even if he's right, that that that, that you need clear permission. Nevertheless, if we don't know the the origin the origins of the of the <coughs> path, we'll assume that it happened with permission. And then he goes on and says as follows. In other words, you have to pass like me. Okay, then he says, So Marsham says as follows, I have an arichus from the law, and I, I learned from the Lashon of the Aliyah Rabbi Yoyna, So, so the, so the Marsham make, makes a distinction over here. We spoke about that there's two ways for to have Meitzah Shalzikway Rabbim according to the Rashba. According to the, according to the Rashbam, you have to, fit, the Rabbim has to fix it up and do some kind of tikkun to make it usable as a path. But according to the Rashba, it's, it's enough that they start walking on it. So the, the Marsham wants to, wants to make a distinction over here and say that if they just walked on it, then you need specific permission. But if they actually changed it, and they they, they they made it better to be used as a path, so then you don't need specific permission, it's enough to, to, to that the Baal is just saw and was quiet. And then he says, at the bottom of the page, So he says that the, the petitioner in this truva of the Marsham he made an argument in favor of the property owner, and he said as follows: It's true that there's a dinner meitzer shachzikway rabim also lekalkol. If the rabim has a chazaka, they have a chazaka to walk on the path. In other words, if you were quiet, you weren't moicha that they 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 acquire the right to walk on the path, and you can never shut down this path. <coughs> but but that would only be if the person did not have his property rights registered with the the government. In our case, in our in our situation, we'll be with the county clerk. 
So, so in that case, we assume that, that if he's just letting these people walk by, it must be that he granted them an easement and, and he allowed them to have the rights to walk by. But nowadays, when any easement has to be rec- recorded with, with the county clerk, otherwise you can always go to court and say that, that you don't have the right to walk here because you don't have a registered right. So then the halacha would be that, that even if he's quiet, the, the, the rabbin would not get a chazaka. The mechila would not work because we can say, we can argue that the person always relies on the fact that he can always prove <coughs> that he has the rights in this property and not the rabbin. And even even if they have a chazaka and they claim that originally he gave it with permission, it also wouldn't help. It says over there that if a person has a star and he's moichel something, the mechila doesn't work. He says that the halacha, the mechil does not work when there's a mashkin, is subject to dispute. And the person who's a mochzik can say, <coughs> that I'm going to assume that, the, that the, the correct opinion is the one that says that even when the other party has a star, his mechila is effective. And according to what I said before, the community is called mochzakim, they, they have a din of a chazaka. In other words, the rabbim are always considered mochzakim vis-a-vis a, 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 an individual. Okay, that, that's getting involved in his question. We'll skip a few lines. So he says like this, it's true that, that explicit mechila would work in the case of Shtar, because the Muchzik could say, Kimli, he could say that I want to go like the opinion that says that Mechila does work even in the case of a Shtar, but the Marsham argues as follows, this is four lines from the bottom, the <coughs> He says like this, it's true that there's an opinion in the, in the Shulchan Aruch, and the Muchzik could say Kimli like that, that if a person is moichel money, even though he has a star for that money, nevertheless, Mechila is effective, but that would only be, be the halacha if the person is clearly moichel the money. But when we're just assuming that the person's moichel, because he, he's quiet, and it seems like he gave permission, it seems like he was moichel, that assumption is not valid if the person has a star. If the person can, 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 can prove to us that he has the rights in this property, even though it looks like he was Michael, we can say that that looks could be deceiving. The reason why he was quiet and he didn't say anything was because he was relying on the fact that he could always use his proof of the fact that this easement was not recorded by in the county clerk, and <coughs> therefore, Bismanenu, the Marsham, is really demoting this whole concept of Meitzer Shavziku by Rabbin. A similar concept, I mean, a similar opinion is, is the opinion of the Marshal. Who on the next page, <coughs> I'm sorry, not the Marshal, the Rishleim Kluger, <coughs> Rishleim Kluger, the Chacham Rishleim in the Shulchan Aruch, says a similar halacha as the as the Maharsham. He says as follows: I wrote a long tshuva about it. It's pasha to me. There's a dina the malchusa dina. So he's arguing, uh, not exactly the same concept as the, Mar, as the Marsham, but he's saying that since there's Dina the Malchus Dina, then Meitzer Shechzikubay Rabbim, 
the property owner can always retract the permission that he gave to the Rabbim. We're going to go ahead and follow Dina Malchusa, and we're going to say that Chayisha Mishma, in this case, will be subservient to Dina Malchusa. And even when you, when you gave permission to the Rabbim to use the path, and they start and they used it. Nevertheless, the halach is you could be mekalkolot. Now, uh, at the bottom of the page, he says, "Vaynerly the din ze'ine rak berziku be'rabim roiv anshe amakim." The halacha of meitzer shechziku be'rabim, even in the times of the Gemara, is only when most of the people in the community use that path. Avol miot anshe amakim berziku be'rabim. If only a minority of the people need this shortcut, and most people don't need don't have to use this shortcut, and they don't use it, ain't like din meitzer shechziku be'rabim. It doesn't have a din of because the, the word rabim, according to according to Rishlaim Kluger, the tzal means rabim means the majority of the people in that area. Since Allah is a chiddush, so we're not going to be moisif, we're not going to add on to the simple reading of the Gemara. On page 102, we go off on a little bit of a tangent. We're not discussing the Ikra Allah of Meitzer Shazikwe Rabim. We're discussing the concept that we saw in the Rashba that walking itself gives you a chazaka, even if you didn't do any maisa. The Rashbam, the Rashbam had, had, had a qualification that a person had to go ahead and, and change the, the property in some kind of way. The Rabbim had to do that in order to get this den of Meitzer Shazikwe Rabbim. But the, the, the Rashba said that even the mere walking on this, on this path would give them a chazaka. So now, the Nasivas discusses that opinion of the Rashba. He says, he says like this, Amnam, Midivrei Rashba, Betshuva, Shevi Gimel, If a person ha- goes in and out of a property, Gimel does that kind of chazaka need cheskes Gimel Shanim? He's not talking about a shortcut that Rabbim use. He's talking about a person's individual rights to walk on, on to, to go into a specific property. So he says, He says it's clear that you need you need three you need to establish a chazaka with three years. Because the rule is that any time you're actually trying to <coughs> to claim rights to a karka, which is considered that the owner of the, the original landowner lost his rights to that karka, and his his rights are severely limited in his property, the halacha is that a chazaka of just seeing the person do, do something and being quiet is not enough to establish a chazaka. You need to have a cheskes gimel shanim. You need to have three years of continuous usage. As opposed to as other kinds of chazaka, where all you're trying to establish is the rights to, to some kind of easement on the person's karka, where the, where the landowner himself can use his karka in the same way that he's been using it until today, well, in that case, you would not need a cheskes gemoshanim, and just a chazaka of, of, of Rav Shasak would be effective. So Rashba says, <coughs> in this case, we do have chiser karka, because the person is walking in and out of, out of the original landowner's um, uh, courtyard, and if the landowner would want to go ahead and build something in, a, in that, on that yard, the person who has the right to walk would be able to stop him from building. So he shouldn't lose his path. So you, so you see that he's losing rights in his land. He can't, he can't build what he would have been able to build until today. So, so that, that's what the Rashba says. Now the Nasivas. Is is making is trying to extract the point from the Rashba. He says as follows: Mashma, it sounds in the Rashba that even if the person does not do an irrevocable act, 
he still gets a chazak. In other words, Nesivas has a question. Is the halacha of chazaka limited to the case where you go ahead and you do a maisa, that that maisa is going to last forever? Let's say you go ahead, you build a window, you, 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 put, you put a drainage pipe or something like that. <coughs> that drainage pipe is now going to sit over there and it's going to pour water into the other person's field. The window is going to sit over there and, and, and cause the person to have a loss of privacy. It's one maisa that you did, which establishes your rights forever. When, when, when we're talking about a case where a person is walking in and out of a, of, of a courtyard, there's no, there's no irrevocable mice, there's no mice which, which has in it the aura of eternity. The person just walks into the yard, he walks out, now it's over. So maybe in that case there's no chazaka. <coughs> so he says in the Rashmi you see that that's not the case. Even though the owner of the land is also using the property, so now there's another. Now he, he, he's, he's saying that in the Rashbam you see also not like the Rashbam. The Rashbam has an opinion that if both people are using the property at the same time, it's impossible to establish a chazaka. The, it, it's, it's a case where, where, where two people were living in a house at one time and, and, and the Rishbam says that the halacha is <coughs> that there's no chazaka to the second person that he has a right to live there because the first person was also using the same karka at the same time. So he says maybe the Rash, Rashba holds not like the Rishbam. Maybe he'll paskin not like the Rashba. It has to be talking about a case, says the Nasibas, where the person did a Misa which shows that he has the right of, of going through his house. He had to make some kind of bridge to, to, Make it easier for him to get into the house. There's no svar to say that the mere fact that he walked in and out of the house should establish any kind of chazaka. Frequently, people will go in and out of houses that are open, and it's not customary to um, be makbid on that. So that, that shouldn't be enough to establish a chazaka. It would have to be that he does a maisa which shows that he intends to use this derech forever. If he does such a maisa, that, then the balbais should have been makbid. But if he didn't do any kind of maisa which shows his intentions to use this derech vod, even though he's been walking out, in and out of this place, the balbais has no reason to be makbid. <coughs> when you did something kavua, then you'll have a chazaka. Void af shalom. The derech shiny. Kivin shein a toyin al gufa karker akshibod lekach mahani gimel shanim. Alternatively, the nesiva says perhaps the rash beholds that even if you didn't do a maisa which which indicates your intention to be there forever, nevertheless, since you're not trying to get a real kinyan, you're just trying to get a shibod the rights to walk in and out. Then the halach would be that it would be enough to do it uh, even without a maisa. In page 103, we're going to read just the, 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 the printed words underneath the, the picture of the Chuas Marsham. This is the Chuas Marsham. He's discussing how to establish a chazak and a metzer shechzikobay rabim or any kind of cheskas hiloch. Uladina halesi sham. I, I came out la halacha. The loy be 
not only according to the opinion of Rabbi Tam and the Rosh, who hold that every chazaka is established, even if you're not living there the entire time, as long as you're living, as using it whenever you need it, you get a chazaka. That even in a case where you're walking on the path, only when you need it, you still you get a chazaka, even though you haven't been doing it constantly for three years. Even according to Rishbam, who argues and he says the chazaka is not established when you, in the case where you need a cheskas gimel shanim three years, unless you're using it constantly for the entire uh, period of three years. That seats in the shul that you only use it during times of davening. Rishbam also agrees that as long as you use it for three years, whenever you need it for davening, that, that you, you establish a chazak. So too with the easement rights of having a shortcut through somebody's property, it's enough if you walk there whenever you need it. But let's say a person has two alternative paths to get to his destination. That he, that he uses one or the other path. Then you cannot establish three consecutive years of chazaka. Why? Because since you're not, you're not using the path whenever you need it, sometimes you use this path, sometimes you use that path, that's l'kuli uh, alma, not considered a cheskes gemel if the path is shut at some time during the night, so then, it's not considered consecutive three years. Since there is a time when you cannot use your path. And the only way that your chazaka is going to help is if you did a maisa which shows that this path is intended to be used for this person's shortcut. In, our, in the case of the Marsham, his situation was that there was a, a door that got closed uh, during the night, and therefore there's no cheskas gemoshanim.